We're talking with Am Rabe, who's the uh, Environmental Policy Director for, for NYPIRD, the New York Public Interest Research Group. And on December 28th, they and uh, a number of local elected officials, and I believe some young people, um, held a, a news conference uh, to highlight the need for uh, Governor Hochul to include what's the, known as the Climate Superfund Act in the state um, budget. So, Ann, why, why don't you just give us a quick introduction? What is the Climate Superfund Act and why is it important? Well, it's um, a bill that would establish, just like we have for toxic waste dumps, a super fund to clean up toxic waste dumps with industry fees, it would establish a super fund for climate damage repair costs and resiliency and community protection projects related to the climate emergency that we're all in. And it would be funded by big oil companies, the, the big climate crisis contributors, raising $3 billion a year. And, and I believe one other thing is because you're going after the biggest climate producers uh, or contributors, um, you know, many of them are multi-state. And, and so therefore, it would be harder for them to pass the cost on in New York since they sell products in many states. Correct. But it's also a market force. So, you know, the mom and pop gas stations in New York, they go for the lowest bidder. So uh, Sunoco isn't on the list to pay the, the, their portion share, the $3 billion, but um, ExxonMobil is. Well, ExxonMobil is not going to increase their prices because they're going to lose out to the Sunocos that aren't paying. So it's a market force driven way to not have consumer prices increase because they're paying for their past contributions, their past, their past actions that created the climate crisis and the damages today. Now, one other thing that Nyberg did uh, at this December 28th news conference, you released an analysis showing that New York State taxpayers were um, heavily burdened by over $2 billion in climate costs, basically from December 2022 to December 2023, or $272 per household. What are you actually measuring in that analysis? Yeah, we measure a very narrow database, but it's the only one that's publicly available. Um, so it's an underestimate for sure. $2.1 billion, we call it the taxpayer tally. What I did is I went and looked at a year's worth of Governor Hochul's news releases where she either pledged or um, announced that X million dollars was spent to repair X bridge um, that, you know, was, was um, damaged during uh, an extreme storm, for instance. Um, and I also understand you... Uh had a number of local officials and uh, a number of them wrote a, a, a letter to the Governor Hoka. Why, why the local officials joined in in this effort? The local officials um, in um, this, this uh, organization, the Elected Officials to Protect America, the New York State chapter, a hundred of them signed on to a letter to the governor saying that basically um, they are on the front lines of the climate crisis, their communities bearing the full weight of its impacts, especially in relation to budget. So they're basically their reserve funds, according to the mayor of Hudson, according to Albany County legislators. Um, they're they're basically um, on the front lines, and they're having to go to their reserve funds to pay for repair to, to pay for the repair of climate damages. Now, of course, in the Hudson Valley uh, this summer, as in Vermont and even in New York City, there was some, you know, once a hundred year, once in a thousand year, you know, flood. And so that obviously, you know, is one of the things that contributes to increased costs, I imagine, for some of these municipalities. 
Yes, big time. I should mention that Albany Mayor Kathy Sheehan, Albany County President Corey Ellis, and the New York City Comptroller Brad Lander are all co-signers of that letter. So more and more local government officials are aware that because Governor Hochul has not established any revenue stream for climate costs, it's all on the taxpayers, on the county and city taxpayers, and on the state taxpayers to pay for billions, really, um, of dollars in relation to climate damages, climate resilience, and community protection, extreme heat programs, that sort of thing. So they're coming out more and more. And, and Dominic Frangello, who's the, um, the co-founder of Elected Officials to Protect America, came out of the fracking, um, anti-fracking movement. Um, he um, spoke and, and basically said, you know, we need big oil to pay now. We need the Climate Superfund to take this burden off the taxpayers. Now, um, perhaps a, a clarification I would would throw out there. I I, I I know that actually, you know, customers do pay a surcharge on their utility bills. Think about six hundred million dollars a year um, to uh, subsidize renewable energy uh, projects in the state, and they also pay perhaps even a larger amount to subsidize um, nuclear power plants. Have something Governor Cuomo pushed through seven point six billion dollars over. I think. Uh, 12 years or so. So this is this is different than funding, say, renewable energy or nuclear power. Exactly. But those are very good points to raise. I mean, basically, the governor has um, done a disservice to all of us by not having an annual budget to implement the Climate Act, the, the law that passed in 2019. So we don't have a good sense of how much climate um, costs we're spending um on all fronts and 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 actually she just vetoed last month a bill passed both houses to require annual climate expenditure publicly released um, annual climate expenditure budget really so, yes she vetoed that very reasonable bill yeah I, I was just actually lobbying the uh new york state's controller um, to actually put, you know, ask what they're supposed to do is what it. And I said, you know, I had actually was working for Nightbird for the summer and I tried to get, um, you know, some detailed information as to how much the money the New York State was actually spending on renewable energy. And no one knew. The governor yep. did not know, power authority, NYSERDER. People knew it was in their budget and a lot of their numbers were, you know, cooked a little bit. Um, because they said, well, we gave out $500 million to uh, renewable energy projects. Well, that's nice, but those renewable energy projects are not coming in line for 12 years or 10 years. How much are you actually uh, spending? So she vetoed that. What, what, what was the rationale for trying to keep hidden? Because she puts out these press releases with these enormous tens of billions of dollars mm -hmm. spending. It's clearly not taxpayer or even public money she's talking about. I no, wish I knew I, she was going to veto that thing. Yeah, well, I have not obtained the veto message yet. I'm also in a quandary, as are many other organizations. I mean, why would you not want the public and government agencies and the legislature to know how what our annual climate expenditures are? 
how can we get how can we get a handle on how to implement the climate act if we don't know how much we're spending now and how much we need to spend in the future well maybe so she'd, it, be, she'd be worried that the numbers she put out were quite a bit less than what she's putting out in her press releases so we only got about two minutes left now i understand this climate superfund act actually passed the state senate last year i believe senator kruger um is is the champion over there how are things looking both for the governor getting it in the budget and you know is the assembly going to come on board this year well, we hope that both will be occurring. We, we had a great meeting uh, three weeks ago with the governor's top officials. Um, we, as in 27 organizations, um, and we had a really robust conversation. Um, they had questions about implementation. We feel like we've satisfied those questions. I mean, this is not, this is based on a 43-year-old successful program, a polluter pay legal principle to clean up, again, toxic waste dumps. Now we're cleaning up climate crisis damages um so implementation is is not is not a, a question it's it's easily easily implemented by the department of Environmental conservation with the assistance of the controller's office so we're hopeful the governor is going to include it in her budget and state of the state and we have over 50 assembly co-sponsors um we've had great meetings with a lot of committee chairs and with the speaker's office so we're hopeful, but obviously people power is what's going to pass this bill into law. And so we urge people to email the governor, go to her website, email the governor to include Climate Change Superfund Act Senate 2129A in her budget. And, and just to disclose, Hudson Mohawk Magazine did not take any position one way or other on legislation. Is $3 billion enough? I believe that's the target to raise. Is that enough to deal with the extent of the problem? No, it's a first step. Three billion out of the estimated ten plus billion dollars needed annually. First step. Well, and uh, if people want to see your course analysis, is on your website, nightperk.org. That's right. Scroll down to the bottom under news, and you'll see the the taxpayer tally, links to all the governor's news releases, and more information about this important climate budget bill. Thank you very much, um, Ann Rabe, New York Public Interest Research Group, and this has been Mark Dunley for the Hudson Mohawk Magazine.